It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Milan Pushkar. 27-0, West Virginia leading BYU. The last time BYU scored a touchdown, it was October 21st, second quarter against Texas Tech. BYU went the second half without a touchdown, so two quarters. All four Texas without a touchdown. That's six quarters. And now the first half here tonight. So it's been eight consecutive quarters without a touchdown for BYU. Well, Cougs will get the ball to begin half number two. Look to get themselves back into this one. A game they trailed big at the break. Hands. A couple thoughts on that. So you're without LJ Martin through that Texas game, and you're without Cody Epps now. You've got Chase Roberts that was banged up. Obviously, Keanu Hill. I mean, I guess you could make up a list of excuses, but really, Greg, I don't know if there are excuses for that many quarters without a touchdown. That's that. That's the bottom line. You got to be able to find touchdowns. Everybody's dealing with attrition. Everybody's got injuries, and they're trying to figure out who can go out there and play. And BYU's got to do it right here. They got to receive this. They got to get it out to a minimum of the 25, and then they've got to get an offensive drive going. Starts with one. It's got to start somewhere. The journey of 27 points (laughs) begins with a good kickoff return. Man, you are a poet. I just, I just love you. Right, here we go. We got Miguel Hayes about to kick it off for West Virginia. The Mountaineers in dark blue with gold. BYU in the all-whites tonight. BYU in a series of one-game seasons. They try and get themselves bowl eligible. Four cracks to find at least one win. And BYU will be underdogs in all four games, including tonight. Next week, home to Iowa State. Home to Oklahoma and at Oklahoma State to finish the year. Ball in the air off the Hayes kickoff. The backspinner collected by Marion at the 10-yard line. He's quickly at the 20. He's got the 30. He's going to be gone. 40, 30, 20, 10, and that's how you do it. Touchdown return on the kickoff. BYU's first house call in years. And BYU makes it 23-6 to with a PAT pending. Fantastic. As Greg said, the road to 27 starts with 7. And that's exactly what you're going to get from Keelan Marion. Here's the deal. That ball is lofted high, and it allows the blocking team to pick up their blocks. Keelan just breaks to the outside. You get two nice blocks right by the sideline, and he scoots right up the sideline. Hashes. Holding. Number 16. On the return team. What? Oh, no. Back there on the 20. Did not see the flag. Neither did I. No one did. BYU was setting up for the PAT. And so instead of calling BYU's first kickoff return for a touchdown in almost 10 years, it was Adam Hine back in 2014. It'll be BYU backed up inside its own 20-yard line. Wow. Well, that that came truly out of nowhere. BYU setting up for the PAT, and almost nobody knew there was a penalty back in the play, it's the 10-yard line, first down and 10, BYU. Isaiah Glasker in that return team was on the back side of that run, and he hooks up with the cover guy, kind of grabs him on inside and pulls down just a little bit. I mean, there's a little bit of cloth there. Didn't feel like it was a game-changing block or a game-changing area, but they decided to throw the flag on it. 
So stays 27-0. BYU first down and 10. 10 seconds gone now in quarter number three. And they'll be empty for Jake Retzloff. Three on the line. The Mountaineers drop eight. Retzloff guns it complete. Broken up. It came out of the arms of Chase Roberts. He had the catch at the 35-yard line, but a pass broken up as Hershey McLaurin, the spear back, knocked it out of the hands of Chase Roberts. Incomplete. I do think that's a nice seam throw, though. Really nice accuracy by Retzloff, just throwing it right down the seam. It's one of my favorite throws. That's got to be secured yeah, by Chase. It wasn't really, and it wasn't even a pass breakup. It was just a drop by Chase. Yep. A rare thing for him. Aiden Robbins now the tailback to the left hip of Retzloff. Claps the hands. Gives to Robbins middle. Aiden Robbins, a solid run of five. It'll be third down and five for BYU back at the Cougar 15-yard line. Looked like we were beginning the second half with a kickoff return for touchdown. Instead, it was brought back on a hold, and now BYU looking to keep its first drive of the second half alive. BYU did not have a three and out in the first half. The Cougars with a very high three and out percentage this year, but uh, they gained at least or had at least five plays on every drive. No three and outs in half number one for BYU. Neither team with a three and out tonight. Retzloff. A sprint right, and this will be the first three and out for BYU tonight. As he's sacked back of the 10-yard line at the 8, it'll be a loss of 7. And on 4th and 12, BYU goes three and out for the first time tonight. Ryan Rico's going to punt it away, and what a swing we've seen. BYU looking to get itself back in the game with that kickoff return touchdown, bring it back on the hold, and now Ryan Rico is punting out of his own end zone. Mike Lockhart, the big defensive tackle for West Virginia, is just going to fight right through Connor Pay. Should be a bit of a double team. Connor Pay kind of opens up the gate, and he goes through and gets the sack. Long snap from Austin Riggs. Helmet height for Rico, nearly blocked, and the flag will fly in the end zone on a fourth down and 12 as the catch is made by West Virginia back at the 40, but Rico is roughed in the end zone. This may give BYU a first down. That is going to be a roughing and not a running into. And so back and forth swings with a big special teams play taken away, and then a three and out, the first one of the night. A big special teams play the other way as West Virginia gets flagged for the block attempt in the end zone. Waiting for the clarification on what the final call will be, but West Virginia went for kind of a dagger there, rushing the punter in the end zone. Instead, flag flies. Kalani Sataki having to keep BYU in the game here. Let's see. Long discussion on how to handle this call. Running into the kicker, oh. number 31, in a return team. The penalty is declined. The result of the play, first down. Okay, so it was not going to be a first down penalty in BYU's favor. It will be first down for West Virginia at the Mountaineer 42-yard line after the fair catch. So, first and 10 Mountaineers with a 27-0 lead. Yeah, that's, that's the right call. He didn't rough him. He did. He just kind of ran into the back of him, and it, 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 it was not a roughing the punter. It did initially up where we are. It did look like a roughing, but they got that one right. Garrett Green, shotgun, Donaldson back in the game. Instead, goes sprint out and throw incomplete. Pass broken up, intended for the tight end. Crossing crew Wakely broke it up. It'll be second down and 10. 
West Virginia's been so good at gaining yards on first down runs, and they had a run set up, and they instead threw off it and incomplete. Nice read right Wakeley for the PBU. Nice read off Cole Taylor. Man, he's so big, such a big target, six foot seven. And Crew Wakeley goes about six foot two hundred. <laughs> it just looks like a big mismatch, but Crew got his hand and helmet in between. Cole in the ball. 13-14 to play in quarter number three. West Virginia 27. BYU no score. Motion creates strength right. The handoff to Donaldson left. Driven back. Keeps the legs driving and three flags. Four flags fly on that play. What did they all see? It had to be like a face mask or something. Yeah. It's got to so be Donaldson mask. was face masked. It would appear on the far side. Four flags fly on that play. And this will move the chains. Personal foul. Face mask. Yeah. Number 31. Defense. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Yeah, that's the most markers I've seen thrown at one time. It was like a T-shirt cannon. Just it was. <laughs> I think even Neil Brown threw one from the West Virginia oh. sideline. Second foul on Tooley tonight. Oh, man, he just reached an arm out and yanked Donaldson down by the head. So first and 10 Mountaineers in BYU territory at the 40-yard line. Green's going to be allowed to throw. Sets in a pocket. He's got a man downfield and cannot make the catch. The ball's underthrown intended for Preston Fox. Fox is open at the 15-yard line, and Garrett Green did not throw a good ball. It'll be second down and 10. West Virginia, with a 27-0 lead, is opting not to run on first downs, and they're not getting the desired results with Garrett Green throwing. Second down 10 at the BYU 40. If Garrett Green could hit those throws, you know, he'd be up the top of the list with some of these quarterbacks because they, there are some open wide receivers. And that was open no because pressure. you're manning up. Man breaking free downfield. He's got to make that throw. Did not. Second down and 10. BYU blitzes with Heckard from the right. The run goes left. And Jaheim White, the 15, the 10, the 8-yard line. A big gainer for Jaheim White. A 30-plus yard run for White running left. He's got 140 yards on the night. And West Virginia is now first down and goal inside the BYU 10. They'll spot it at the 8-yard line, a 32-yard run, 137 for White on the night as West Virginia pushes past 250 rushing yards on the evening. So or near 250, beg your pardon. So Thomas Rymack, he just runs nice amahe. And it's interesting, Greg, because you're, you're trying to get into a, a right-side gap you have to be able to stop. You can't allow him to continue to flow. And I'm telling you, Rymack just took Naisamahe and ran him almost to the sideline, and that just opened up this wide gap for White to run through. Shotgun split backs. Hand off to White. White inside the five. Knocked out of bounds at the three, running left. It'll be a gain of five. It'll be second and goal from the three. Preston Rex on the force out for BYU. West Virginia leading it by a score of 27-0, and the clock rolling to 11.50 in quarter number three. BYU on a run of eight consecutive quarters without a touchdown into their ninth without a touchdown tonight. BYU needing one win to get bowl eligible. If they don't get it tonight, and that looks less likely by the minute, it'll be Iowa State at home, the best chance for BYU to get there next week. And after that, might be Oklahoma. Green's under center. A toss left to White. White has to slow his roll in the backfield and loses ground, loses yards on the play. Second and goal from the three becomes third and goal from the five. That went nowhere. Max Tooley on the tackle. That's why you, the way you stop those sweeps. You've got to get your safety to come up, set the edge, 
you got to have your outside linebacker go set the edge. Everybody just set tight on the edge. Nobody got hooked. Nobody gave up a soft shoulder. And that's what you get, a nice result, a nice tackle. They're going to let uh, Green go empty here. Watch out for quarterback draw on empty from third and goal from the five. Trips left, twins to the right. They're going to motion Donaldson in to the backfield, creating twins left and right. Now he vacates to the right. They throw in the right flat, and it's dropped. Another throw dropped, and West Virginia will settle for another field goal try. They move the ball really well between the 20s, and then things tend to get a little herky-jerky inside the 10. And that's a throw that wasn't perfect, but catchable by Donaldson. He drops it. It would have been a walk-in for six. And he couldn't bring it in. And it'll be a field goal try for West Virginia to make it 30 to nothing with 10.39 to play in quarter number three. Donaldson was in the backfield with Green off his left side and just came off the motion and ran all the way to those flats. Preston Rex had to pick him up. And he was late. He was delayed. That would have just been, like Greg said, a walk-in touchdown, but he dropped it. He's two for two. This is a 23-yarder, and he's now three for three on the night and 12 for 13 on the season. And West Virginia has gotten to 30 with 10.35 to play in the third quarter. 10.35 remaining in quarter number three. 30 to zero is our score. West Virginia leading it. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Down to Mitchell Jurgens at field level here in Morgantown. Mitch. Yeah, as, uh, as expected, Cody Epps has officially been ruled out. Uh, I know that was expected, uh, but he will not return. Probably see a, a little bit more of Jojo Phillips, who's been getting a few more snaps uh, there on that last offensive drive. Uh, another injury to watch will be Ethan Slade. He hobbled off the field on that last defensive series. He appears to be fine, so I don't think um, he'll be limited the rest of this game, but uh, one to watch uh, as the next uh, defensive series comes up. Thank you, Mitchell. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 105th of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. Kickoff Hayes. Return Hobbs Nyberg. 30-yard line, and Hobbs gets out to the 43-yard line. It's a good return for BYU. This one, no flags on the play. BYU will get a short field. Some of its best starting field position of the night. BYU trailing it 30 to nothing here in Morgantown. Bring Jake. Retzlaff back out. Give him an opportunity to throw this ball around a little bit. He is good on his first read throws. Anything that's intermediate, inside 15 yards, he can dial up pretty well. See if he's got any touch over the top. See if he can run one deep, catch somebody sleeping. Best starting field position of the night for BYU, 43-yard line. And they're empty for Retzlaff. A hand clap, the shuffle back, and the takeoff for Jake Retzlaff. And Ressloff will slide and get the first down. Now they'll say he began the slide one yard shy. So a nine-yard gain for Jake Retzloff. Retzloff, BYU's leading rusher, five carries, 19 yards. No L.J. Martin tonight. Probably be good to go, but uh, has not seen the field. Deion Smith is now behind Retzloff, who sneaks on fourth and one and got the first down. Move the sticks for BYU. Ten minutes even to play. In quarter number three, 30 to nothing. West Virginia leading BYU. They're going to unpile the bodies and move the sticks. So BYU into West Virginia territory. 
at the 47. BYU got it inside the 20 before Parker Kingston fumbled late in the first half. That's the only turnover in this game. BYU's minus in the margin as a result. Trips to the right, tight end left, and Rhett's locking the gun with Deion Smith to his left hip. First and 10, BYU at the West Virginia 47-yard line. Quick fire on the screen far side. It's caught by Parker Kingston, forced out after a gain of five yards to the right side at the boundary. It'll be second down five, BYU. Parker's just going to slip out of that trips and sit underneath those two blocking receivers. The ball is thrown a little bit awkwardly, so he doesn't have a perfect motion into the run, but still goes and gets four or five yards. Trips left, single wide right, short side, right side, and Retzlaff will look to the right, now boot to the left and square the shoulders and set the throw. Pressure comes in on Retzlaff, and he's going down. A loss on the play from second and five to third down and eight, a sack and a loss of three. And for West Virginia, sack number two on the night, seven TFLs for West Virginia to BYU's two. It's 30 to nothing, West Virginia. BYU now in four-down territory, facing a third and seven from the West Virginia 44-yard line. No doubt about the fact that BYU's got two plays to get seven yards. That sack came from Ben Cutter, the guy filling in for Trey Latham. Three receivers right, the throw is right, and low on the out, incomplete. Fourth down and seven for BYU. That was one of the few not great throws from Jake Retzloff tonight. He's been actually been really good chucking it. And they open, uh, Mitch telling us in the field that it was tipped on the way. That's why the receiver was thrown short. So not truly a Retzloff error on that throw. It's fourth and seven, and BYU's in go-for-it mode and will be the rest of the way, basically. 8.39 to play, trailing at 30 to nothing. BYU's got to convert here or give it over on downs for the third time tonight. BYU 0 for 2 on fourth down and 2 for 10 on conversion downs. 2 for 8 on third, 0 for 2 on fourth. Empty for Retzloff. Third down, they get fourth down seven. They'll motion Smith to the right flat. The throw is high and caught, broken up. Dropped by the tight end. And BYU turns it over on downs. Isaac Rex had it in his hands at the 20-yard line. Took a pop, and the ball popped loose. And BYU's now 0 for 3 on fourth downs. West Virginia gets the ball back with a 30 to nothing lead. BYU had the first down. Great throw by Retzloff. And Isaac Rex took a hard hit from Anthony Wilson. Could not keep control of the football. It's loose and out and timeout on the field. West Virginia first and 10 at its own 44 after this. Mountaineers 30, Cougars nothing on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the award-winning unlimited salad festival, or decadent desserts, no other dining experience can compare. Make your Tucano's reservations today. Well, BYU's not lost back-to-back games all season, but they're on the verge of just such a happening tonight here in Morgantown. 30 to nothing. West Virginia leading BYU, not yet halfway to quarter number three. 8.34 remaining in the third. West Virginia back on the field on offense after BYU gives it over on downs for a third time tonight. 0 for 4. Pardon me, 0 for 3 on fourth downs. BYU now 2 for 11 on conversion downs tonight. Jaheim White joins Garrett Green in the backfield. The handoff is to White, and White rids himself of a couple tacklers for a gain of five, running off tackle right. Max Tooley finally the stop. Gain of five, second down and five for West Virginia. Since the year 2000, West Virginia, a stellar record of 129 and 24 when scoring 30 or more. They've done that tonight. 
BYU coming off a 35-6 loss to Texas has now been outscored 65-6 in the last two weeks. Straight back drop from Green. Lobs it down the right boundary to Cole Taylor. In coverage is Raider DeMooney, and no flag on the play. As it falls incomplete, it'll go to third down and five for West Virginia. Honestly, how do you even find a stat like that? That's a that's a crazy stat. Which one? West Virginia's record when scoring 30 or more. Like That's something that would take me a weekend. Well, I, I didn't necessarily make all the calculations. Oh. So sometimes a school provide you in their game notes with a tidbit. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> and sometimes I'll go, that's a good tidbit. I'm going to use that so hands will be impressed. <laughs> and, I, and I am. Every, every call I'm impressed because you pull something out. I'm like, <laughs> holy moly, that's... That's a great stat. Shout out to Mike Montoro and the West Virginia football communication staff on that one. Third down and five, Mountaineers. A step up and a takeoff by Green. He can run for the first down, and he does. Or did he lose the ball on the boundary? Did he step out shy? I think he did. He missed it. He missed the first down by a yard. And on fourth and one, they may keep the offense on the field here. Fourth and one from the BYU 47-yard line. Green. I thought I had plenty of room to the sideline. I think he lost the ball on the sideline before he got to the line to gain. So fourth down, long one for West Virginia. Yeah, he did. Max kind of was right there, there. And, and bumped him out a little bit, and, and the ball bobbled out of his hands. So West Virginia's got to make a play here. They're one for one on fourth, and two for seven on third now. And under center goes Green. Play fake. Going deep. And not even close on a fourth and one, incomplete deep down the middle of the field. So West Virginia is going to turn it over. What a weird call on fourth and one with a quarterback who passes it around 53%. That's not high percentage. And nor is the play they called. West Virginia gives it back on downs. BYU football after this. First and 10 Cougs with 7.09 to go in the third. Still 30 to nothing Mountaineers on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. BYU in the Big 12 plays here. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football coming your way from Morgantown, West Virginia, and Milan Pushkar Stadium. Enjoy Utah Valley's food scene in downtown Provo, where 50-plus local restaurants provide a wide variety of food experiences. Find your happy here. Learn more at utahvalley.com. Greg Rubel and Hans Olsen up in our broadcast booth here at Milan Pushkar Stadium, and Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. West Virginia got the ball back on a BYU turnover on downs, and then... BYU gets the ball back on a West Virginia turnover on downs. BYU first and 10 at its own 47-yard lines. We come back in. We've got 7.09 to play in the third. 30 to nothing, Mountaineers. So, Greg, you definitely are fighting to try to get back in this game, if it was humanly possible. But more than anything, you're trying to provide yourself with a little bit of confidence that your offense can move because you've got a big game next week. You still have to find bowl eligibility. So drives like this are still critically important. People may have tuned out, but this stuff is really important for this team. Triple wide receiver cluster to the left as Retzloff looks middle and goes down taking a big loss back at the 32-yard line. That's a 15-yard loss on the sack. They'll actually mark him at the 34 where he went down. So goes down to a uh, 12-yard loss on the play. Give him 13. Second and 23 on the final spot. So a loss of 13 on the sack. That's sack number three on the night for West Virginia. BYU without a sack. And so BYU's low sacks and TFL number is a trend that continues tonight into Appalachia. Second and 23. BYU back at its own 34. 6.32 to play. In quarter, number three, BYU being outgained by nearly 240 yards tonight. 
Retzloff, quick fire to Kingston. Makes the catch shy of the 40. Makes a man miss, but he gets snowed under after that. Goes down to the 41. Gain of 7. It'll be third down and 16 for BYU. BYU is 2 for 8 on third downs tonight. And BYU's average third down distance has actually been more manageable tonight than usual. 6.4 yards. This is the longest third down of the night. BYU has missed on a third and 10 and third and 15 on this evening. West Virginia's rotated a lot of their twos in. That was Hammond Russell and Asani Redwood who were in on that pressure and that sack. So they're rotating some of their two and three deeps. Love the name Redwood for a D lineman. This is the first third and 16 of the year for BYU. West Virginia blitzes from Retzlaff's right. That blitzer gets to Retzlaff, who then throws on the run, and it'll be high and incomplete intended for Keelan Marion coming back to the ball. He would have been 15 yards shy of the line to gain. So BYU now on a fourth down and 16. No flags on the play. We'll see if the Cougs bring in Ryan Rico. They will indeed bring in the punt team, and West Virginia feels like it's already done more than enough to win this one. 30 to nothing is our score. 531 to play in quarter number three. Still 20 minutes of football left, but BYU is working on a ninth consecutive quarter without a touchdown. A lot would have to change, and in a short span of time, to give BYU any hope in this one. BYU's Ryan Rico going to punt it away. Nice and high. Fair catch called for and made. The 15-yard line of West Virginia by Preston Fox. Timeout on the field. So 5.23 to go in the third. West Virginia 30, BYU nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football presented by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come in and enjoy Central Texas Barbecue right there in Provo. Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic to the bone. And the fans here tonight aren't, aren't exactly chilled to the bone. It's actually a quite pleasant night for early November here in West Virginia. It's 30 to nothing. The score now. Yard line. Not sure how much more we'll see of Garrett Green on this night. But he'll come out to lead his team into the series with 5.23 to play. Markiel, the backup, was warming up in that timeout. BYU fans did show up. I mean, Greg, they filled up an entire corner. I'd say there's probably, what, 1,000, 1,500 off in that corner. Maybe another 500 throughout. So maybe 2,000 BYU fans in here. Nice showing out here in the Eastern time zone. Handoff middle to C.J. Donaldson. Donaldson, a nifty run, shedding tacklers for a gain of 12 to the 27-yard line. C.J. Donaldson now at 82. The Mountaineers may end up with 200-yard backs tonight. Jaheim White, 15 for a buck 45, averaging nearly 10 yards per tote. And Donaldson at 11 for 70, 6.4 yards per carry. Make it 11 for 82 at 7.5 yards per carry. Green throws to an open Rodney Gallagher at midfield. Gallagher goes down the 45-yard line of BYU. Rodney Gallagher with his first catch of the night. And West Virginia into BYU territory. And they're going to go tempo now with 4.41 to play in the third, leading it 30 to nothing. Well, that's frustrating because, you know, Ethan Slade gets in there and, and he's there to make the hit. I, I'd, I'd like to see him wrap up instead of just trying to deliver the hit. Wrap up and don't allow those extra yardage after contact. And a procedural penalty. West Virginia's had nine for 66, BYU nine for 93. 
The previous play, there's an ineligible player downfield, number 74 offense. Five-yard penalty is from the previous spot. Replay first down. It's rare that you see a play get that deep into a setup for the next snap before a flag gets thrown. That's very unusual. That's a big gain of 28 yards swiped off as the next play was about to get snapped. The side official threw the flag saying, the more I think about it, I think 74 was ineligible in downfield. Well, he was. He was about four yards past the on that particular play. Either way, that's 10 penalties, 71 yards for a half that per game. Like he was trying to do the electric slide because he was out to his right and then tried to slide back to his left to see if he could sneak that behind the official. But, yeah, that is a late, very late. I mean, the next play was about to go off. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the marker wasn't even set. in the same sequence. Yeah, bizarre. And the coaching staff on the West Virginia side is giving it to the officials now over that. You just don't see that. Now they got to reset the chains, and I'm not sure they're... Now they are first and 15. So first down, 15. Back at the 40 of West Virginia. 30 to nothing is our score. 427 remaining in quarter number three. West Virginia with a win would get bowl eligible at 6-3, and 4-2 and two in league. BYU would fall to 5-4, and 2-4 four, and four in league and stay one win away from a postseason ticket punch. Uh, natives are getting restless. They don't like that penalty. Now a lie and two yep. officials downfield are now conversing over what to do with the sticks. And it's a lengthy delay after an unusual late flag. No, I don't, I don't know. The, the officials are just taking their time. Now West Virginia is going to decide they're going to come back to huddle up, look at things. Third quarter grinds to a halt here. And I'm still not sure what we're all waiting on. The play clock has not started moving yet. Still at 25 with 427 on the game clock. Somebody help us out here, Mr. Referee. Give us a Previous play is under further review. <laughs> wow. That is something. In the meantime, I, I did want to mention that Bruce Mitchell, defensive tackle for BYU, and Logan Latui, defensive end for BYU, both those guys were put out on the field. So we might start to see just a little bit of BYU depth. Again, Greg, if I'm BYU, I'm, I'm you know, look, I'm trying to get back into this game. I'm, I'm trying to effort to get back in this game. But I'm really trying to find my confidence in my legs going back home to Le in a game time situation you know, it's hard to go into you can find it on a field again so they've got a lot to play for in this final 20 minutes of this game they're into the final 15 minutes in Ames and BYU's opponent next week Iowa State is trailing Kansas nationally ranked Kansas by 10 right now at 21 to 11 so we'll see if Iowa State gets uh, dropped down a rung before they come to Provo. It'll be a 
mid-November late night on the Wasatch Front. 8-15 kick next week for BYU and Iowa State at LaVale Edwards Stadium. BYU 17-1 in its last 18 home night games as they continue to review the previous play in which we saw a flag on the play for an ineligible receiver downfield. We've seen BYU get loss of down on ineligible downfield touching the pass. Yeah. It's happened a few times, but that's not the call here. This is simply a straight offensive lineman too far downfield. Hey, is Kansas still running with Bean, or did they get their quarterback back? I'm just curious on that because... Bean's still the man. He's 11 for 20 tonight. Okay. So they're still winning with Bean. They're still ranked with Bean. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Daniels, just really a cameo appearance this year. Of course, one of the games he started was against BYU and yeah. helped KU to a nice win over the Kooks in Lawrence. Speaking of cameos, Cody Epps has had an up-and-down, in-and-out season due to injury, and he's gone out again injured tonight in this one. And a long delay. Was it been five minutes since the last snap? Yeah, yeah, at least five minutes. And it looks like the officials have really messed this up, and you can hear the music being played inside the stadium. They're trying to make fun of the officials. It's getting louder and louder, and the fans are getting unsettled. I don't know what exactly they'd be looking at. That offensive lineman was well downfield. Well, I think uh, referee Kevin Boitman has seen enough and is ready to give us some kind of adjudication as to what will transpire next. After enforcement of the penalty, it will be first and 15 at the 22-yard line. First down. So it changed the line of scrimmage quite a bit. And we'll keep it first and 15. So they wanted to get their ducks in a row on that one. Took them a while to do it. BYU women's soccer is going to need a late, big comeback in Round Rock. Texas 3 and BYU 1 in the 78th minute. So Jen Rockwood's team needing to summon some late-game magic. BYU needs a whole bunch of that here in Morgantown to come back from down 30 to nothing in this one. 4.27 to play. And after all of that, it is West Virginia first and 15 from its own 22. Total offense, 4.11 to 1.68. And that is the 4-1-1. On domination tonight for West Virginia, 263 to 20, the rush tally. And so BYU's rush numbers will not improve on this side as they cannot afford to run the ball much the rest of the way. BYU got into the neutral zone at the snap. It should be offside against BYU, but no flag as they run Donaldson between hash and numbers left. And that was sure to be a penalty, right? But no, there was no flag on the play. Well, they were bringing Raider DeMooney down on a safety blitz look, and right before the snap, he has to jump back. I thought he got into the neutral zone at the snap. They did not throw the flag, and it now goes to pistol formation for West Virginia, facing second down and seven. Green will throw on the left flat, complete to Gallagher. Gallagher thrown down at the sideline at the 43-yard line, a gain of 13 on second and seven, move the sticks for West Virginia, and that is first down number 24 for, Mount, for the Mountaineers to BYU's 11 on this night. And this is really tough because BYU thinks West Virginia is going to run, so they've got the box full seven, they're bringing down an eight, they've got their bigs out there to stop the run, and they're thrown into the zone. Garrett Green, shotgun snap, give to CJ, starts left, Back to his right, and then slaloming left to the 49-yard line. Gain of five. It'll be second down and five. The game clock is at 3.15 and rolling here in quarter number three. West Virginia won the first quarter 14-0. The second quarter 13-0. and leads the third quarter 3-0. And BYU is in its ninth quarter, ninth consecutive quarter without a touchdown. 
AJ Vongpachan is continuing to fight his butt off, just fighting for every tackle he can, trying to fight through blocks. He's, he's fought hard in this game. Play clock at 8 as the snap goes to Green. Green, handoff Donaldson. Donaldson finding room to the right, has the first down and a yard more. Needing 5, he got 6. The clock will keep rolling to 2.35 here in quarter number 3. As West Virginia approaches 450 yards of offense, this may be... Another sub 300 yard game for BYU in total offense. That would make it seven of BYU's eight FBS games this year at under 300 yards. Only Kansas saw the Cougs go over that number this year. That was really the last game we feel like we saw Keaton Slovis throwing it at full velocity, I think. Yeah, it is. Jaheim White is the new running back. Takes the handoff, a stiff arm to get to the edge and runs through an ankle tackle to the boundary for a gain of a couple. Crew Wakely last have a shot at Jaheim White. White on the night, almost 150 rushing yards. 150 in the clock rolling in quarter number three. 30 to nothing, West Virginia. BYU's been blanked in all three quarters tonight. Scored a field goal in the first half and a field goal in the second half at Texas last week. Crew Wakely coming up and trying to support that edge off that safety spot. Playing him deep. But he's still flying up and trying to make a tackle, at least pushing it out for just a one-yard gain. West Virginia has run 17 more plays than BYU on this snap we're about to see. Second and nine from the BYU 43. Play clock down to two, down to one, and barely got it off. Play action on the scene, complete to Cole Taylor, makes the catch, takes off a tackle, 20, 15, 10, 5, a dive, touchdown, West Virginia, what a play by the tight end, Cole Taylor, he was cut near the goal line and used all of his six foot seven frame to stretch to the plane and make it 37, make it 36 nothing with a PAT pending, all West Virginia here in Morgantown, nice throw by Green, easy catch by Cole Taylor, they tracked him down, but he leaned out and got the ball across for six. The PAT to make it seven as West Virginia's blowout continues here in Morgantown. Running through tackles is all he's doing. And BYU was expecting a run there on second and nine. So they rotated Harrison Taggart up and out of any type of zone coverage. That opens up the scene for big six foot seven, 250 pound Cole Taylor. And he showed some agility there after that catch, breaking a tackle and finding the end zone. Receiving touchdown number three on the year for Taylor. PAT from Hayes is up and good. He's still perfect as a Mountaineer. And the new score is 37-0 with 109 to play in quarter number three. So BYU's been outscored by double digits in each quarter tonight. 14-0, 13-0, and 10-0. It's all Mountaineers. BYU's been outscored now 72-6 over the last two games between Texas and West Virginia. And as, as you mentioned now, we are, we've had a lot of quarters expire without a BYU touchdown. And, and I'm going to stand by this. They have got to find some offensive continuity to finish out this game. They've got to find the end zone so that they've got some belief that they can do it against Iowa State. Now, Lavelle Edwards Stadium can help. It really can. And fans in Lavelle Edwards Stadium can help. But... If you're going to continue forward with this quarterback decision with Jake Retzloff, you've got to be able to find that end zone. So, Greg, it's it's still critically important that they find a way to get a touchdown in this game. I'm not rotating twos. I, I'm still I'm keeping my ones out, keeping keeping the continuity. 
fair catch and a kick a catch in the end zone by Keelan Marion. And the kick up by Danny King, and it'll be BYU out to the 25-yard line. So since the second half against Texas Tech, BYU's been outscored 79-9. It was 7-3 Texas Tech in the second half in Provo, then 35-6 last week, and 37-0 today. So 72-6 plus a 7-3 makes it 79-9 over the last two-plus games in the opponent's favor. BYU battling from behind, and Jake Retzlaff will come out with the Offense to try and get something going, and no L.J. Martin again tonight. So back-to-back missed games for L.J. Thought we would see him tonight, but no. And the way this game is going, and if there's any thought about risking L.J., you wouldn't do that in this kind of game. Is running into blockers on the far side is Keelan Marion on a quick swing screen to the right sideline, far sideline, being of three. It'll be second down and seven. You know, the other thing I've seen a lot of is pressure. And Paul Miley who's been a pretty consistent guard for you since that move. He's been out in this game as well. So there's been a lot of pressure coming off that left side of the offensive line. Snap Retzloff, uh, give to Robbins. Good run for Aiden. First down run on the third down and second down and seven. Give him ten. Aiden Robbins. He comes BYU's leading rusher on the day. Not a lot going for BYU on the ground. 20 rush yards before this sequence. First and 10, BYU with the Cougar 38-yard line. Retzloff in an empty backfield. The right-hander guns it low, and Potter incomplete. Incomplete, looking for Marion. Couldn't come up with it. It was first down yardage, but he couldn't come up with it. It was JoJo Phillips. Sorry, not, not Keelan Marion, but JoJo Phillips, number 13. So JoJo in the game. He's been in the game earlier. Cougar receiver depth being tested. No Keanu Hill coming into tonight. No Darius Lassiter coming into tonight. Cody Epps left the game injured tonight. It's a lot of pieces missing, including Paul Miley as hands notes on the O-line. Five seconds to go in the third. Maybe the final play of the third. Retzloff steps up, takes off, and gets hit shy of the line to gain. May fall forward for the first down. That'll do it for quarter number three, though. Final play of the quarter does move the sticks for BYU. On a 10-yard scamper from Jake Retzlaff. It'll be first and 10. BYU near midfield. And we come back for the final 15 minutes. West Virginia 37. BYU no score. The Cougs have now gone nine consecutive quarters without a touchdown. Can they find a score in the final 15 minutes? Come back with us and find out on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.